And officially, good afternoon, everyone. My apologies for the delay. The time is 2.31. Today is June the 12th, 2023. This is the docket for Houston, Texas. On the 2.30 docket, we have status conference in the jointly administered cases under case number 23-90005, Party City Holdco Week. Folks, please don't forget to record your electronic appearance. Quick trip to the website, a couple of mouse clicks. You can do that at any time prior to the conclusion of the hearing. First time that you speak, if you would, please state your name and who you represent. That serves as a clear marker for the court reporter in the event that a transcript request is made. Only need to do it once. Um, in that regard, I have activated the hand raising feature. If you haven't already done so, know you're going to be speaking. If you'd hit five star on your telephone, I'll get you unmuted. Obviously, you can change your mind at any time. Finally, we are recording this afternoon using CourtSpeak. We'll have the audio up on the docket shortly after the conclusion of the hearing. All right, so we've got a status conference set for this afternoon. It's, uh, I've been waiting to understand where we are and what's going on. Who's starting us off this afternoon? Your Honor, Ken Zeman from Paul Weiss, Griffin, Morton, Garrison. I guess I will be that person. Certainly. Good afternoon. Okay. Absolutely. Good afternoon. Uh, so, Your Honor, uh, obviously, uh, for the party city debtors. Uh, so, Your Honor, yes, we uh, have now since adjourned our confirmation hearing twice from its original date of uh, May 17, and we did feel it was important uh, for us to come and tell you why and give you a sense of the current status of where we are and our view of how we get from where we are to confirmation. Okay. So I think there's probably, um, I think, two things that drove the adjournments, not both, but certainly where we are today. Um, more important uh, thing is that, as you may recall, when we were before Your Honor on the disclosure statement hearing, we were coming off what was uh, initial period of the first part of the year where the company had actually outperformed its plan. Uh, that circumstance reversed itself. Uh, pretty abruptly, and unfortunately for the past several weeks, the tail end of the first quarter, now well into the second quarter, the comps have been down relative to plan, you know, somewhere between 8 and 10 points. You know, management didn't think it was appropriate in light of our intent to go out and raise capital, you know, and uh, convert what's currently debt into equity, to do that on the basis of a plan that might not be their best view of what the projections look like. So they took a pause. Um, and went through a reforecasting process. Uh, that reforecasting process has led to a, you know, updated valuation from MOLIS in light of the fact that it's based on the business plan. Uh, and so those two things together, you know, I think brought us to a place where the two key financing stakeholders in the company, the exit, potential exit providers and our ad hoc group of nerve holders, needed some time and still need some time to digest that information. I say you sprinkle on top the fact that we just had our auditors resign and we issued an 8K on Friday and your honor's looking, you know, your curiosity's peaked. I'll come back to that in a moment and we'll make sure your honor has the 8K if you, if you don't. Um, that's the second piece that has, you know, kind of caused us to take a bit of a pause to make sure that everyone's aligned. I'll speak to the, uh, the auditor resignation issues uh, in a moment. But so, um, I think on the ad hoc note holder side, and Mr. Spine, and I believe Mr. Scheibel are both on, and he can speak to this in a moment. I think we continue to enjoy the support of our primary creditors and our dip lenders. I think in light of developments, 
they need some time to evaluate kind of the form and structure under which they are prepared to put the, the capital into the company uh, to bring it out of bankruptcy. And as I mentioned, uh, our exit ABL lenders are kind of looking at the implications of that, the new, uh, the new business plan, and also wanting to get some comfort around the issues that I'll talk about in a moment relative to the auditors. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so if I could talk about that issue. Um, so back in April, uh, the audit committee was advised that EY had, and EY was the company's auditor, they've been the company's auditor for 10 years. They came back on the scene, call it December, right before the bankruptcy filing, to do their normal you know, year-end, begin their normal year-end work, and they were retained in the bankruptcy case, uh, you may recall. Around April, they became a little bit uncomfortable with some developments, but information that they, they learned during their process, you know, caused them to uh, have some concerns around, I will say plainly, around whether or not the representations being made to them were accurate. So you may recall, Your Honor, at their suggestion, the Audit Committee retained Hoover Proctor to do a review of the circumstances surrounding the 10Q uh, for the Q322 period, so the filing that was made in November, and some related issues that EY had identified in their work. Um, Goodwin performed, performed that work starting in late April, I believe, under the close supervision of the Audit Committee and in close coordination with EY. The Goodwin firm was actually recommended to us by EY, not because they have an attorney-client relationship, but because they filled this role for other EY clients in the past. And so they've got a good working relationship with, with both the audit side and the uh, forensic side of EY. The only material issue that the review identified was a weakness in the company's process for determining whether the Q310Q should have included a billing concern qualification at the time it was issued. It did not contain such a qualification. The issues did not involve the end of the day, whether the actual numbers in the financials were inaccurate. There was no contention, nor was there any evidence to suggest that the financials were inaccurate, or that there was any uh, wrongdoing of any sort on the part of management or effort to conceal, deceive, or hide information. Uh, the company continued to engage in EY about the form and content of the disclosure around these issues. Um, that dialogue was cut short fairly abruptly uh, on June 5. As a result of that timing, under the accounting rule, or under the ACC rules, we filed an 8K on Friday. And if Chambers, Brown doesn't have it, we'll make sure we get you a copy uh, so you can uh, see what was disclosed. So, and You're in the process. I would love to see it. The only way I can see it is if you put it on the docket. I, I don't, I'm not permitted to go you know, using using Edgar to look up you know, 8Ks and 10Ks of you know, every debtor that appears before me, but if you put it on the docket, just a notice of filing of 8K, then I can read it, and I would, if you choose not to, that would be great. I would love to see it, but that's the only way I'm going to see it is if you put it on the docket. I appreciate that, Your Honor. Let me confer with the client, you know, and just in terms of whether that's something we think you know, we want to do. Certainly, and, and um, I want them to understand if they don't want you to do it, it's all fine. I'm, I, you know, I live my life as a mushroom a lot of the times. So it's okay. In the dark, you yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, 
So we are in the process of identifying um, potential replacement auditors. Uh, in reality, I don't really have a firm timeline for when that would happen and or when they would be prepared to issue an audit on year end 22. We have had conversations both with our, with our exit BBL uh, providers, potential providers. And, you know, candidly, I, I don't want to be over optimistic or Pollyannish, but while it's uh, caught all of us by surprise, including them, of course, um, I, I think there's a path to work through that issue, you know, short of having to deliver, you know, full audit, particularly given the narrow uh, basis on which there was, you know, ultimately a resignation by the yeah. You don't think it's so, going to be a I'm hoping not, Your Honor. I think we've gotten some pretty good feedback so far, but I don't want to suggest that we're done. Understood. No, thank you. Um, and so this time we're not asking, Your Honor, for any particular relief. I think we just wanted to make sure that you knew that we weren't just lollygagging and that there were things going on uh, that were driving the timing. Um, and so unless Your Honor has other questions for me, as I said, I think Mr. Steen would like to, to weigh in, and then I'm happy to answer whatever questions you have. Certainly. So, number one, and I certainly give everyone an opportunity. Um, number one, I very much appreciate uh, your reaching out and asking for the status conference. Uh, and again, I never thought you were lollygagging. Not not what not what your firm does. Um, but I was curious as to what was going on, and I very much appreciate uh, the disclosure. I also appreciate the way you're approaching the problem. Um, you know, things happen. You just have to go fix them. I got it. Uh, Mr. Spine, yeah. good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Your Honor. May I be heard? Of course. Thank you. <clears throat> um, Adam Spine here of uh, Davis Polk and Wardwell on behalf of the Ad Hoc Group, um, and I'm joined. Uh, uh, I'm here with Damian Scheibel, also of Davis Polk. Um, I'll be very brief. We agree with the remarks made by Mr. Zeman. Um, just wanted to layer on top of them, in no uncertain terms um, and unequivocally, that the Ad Hoc Group is behind and supportive of the company's restructuring. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been kicking out milestones under the DIP, under the RSA. We're hard at work um, on exit documentation and looking ahead. Um, but the revised numbers that Mr. Zeman referred to, plus the audit issues, plus other issues, have required holders in our group to go back to their investment committees, um, which is resulting in us um, considering modifications to the plan that hopefully won't delay the restructuring materially or result in higher costs. So hopefully we'll be back um, before your honor with um, another report in short order uh, and an amended plan on file and can get um, a confirmation hearing date uh, scheduled and look forward toward emergence. Um, but that's the report we have today. Got it. Have, Thank you. Have you given, and again, I, I don't want to know the details of, of what you're contemplating. I, I can probably guess which direction it's going. Um, are you, have you reached a view yet as to whether or not uh, we're going to have solicitation issues that we have to talk about? Yeah, um, we're hopeful that we won't have solicitation issues um, in light of the current support that the plan has under the RSA and in our group and the modifications we're contemplating with respect to potential um, with respect to the treatment of the secured class who's voting. Um, but that remains to be seen. Uh, but we're hopeful that we wouldn't have to re-solicit and delay the timeline further. I got it. Okay. Thank you. 
committee want to weigh in on this at all? Oh, oh, Mr. Feinstein, I'm sorry. You should be you should be live now. Hey, thank you, Your Honor. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, just, just briefly, Your Honor, uh, we, I just want to reiterate the committee's support for the plan and the process. I want to thank the debtor camp for keeping the committee apprised on a timely basis of the various developments over the last few weeks. Um, there are challenges. Obviously, the auditor is uh, came as a surprise and it's a problem that's hopefully fixable. We've also encouraged the debtor amidst all this to try to resolve the unresolved confirmation objections. Hopefully, the time that's being spent working this splendor issue out will also be used to resolve the, the lender objection, uh, which threatened discovery and challenges the committee settlement and a bunch of other things that concerned us. Uh, at least people have put their swords down for the moment and hopefully they're talking. But we're, again, just wanted to express our support for the process. Thank you. Terrific. Thank you. Anyone else want to weigh in? So let me ask you this, Mr. Simon, um, what, what can I do to help the process? Do you need another date? Do you just want to know that at least in the short term, I'm not expecting you to get a date until you're ready for it? What, what can I do to be helpful? I think it's the latter, Your Honor. As, as Mr. Spine said, I think we're hopeful that within days, if, you know, not, we don't measure this in weeks, we measure it in days, that we can come back to Your Honor uh, with a better uh, more tighter perspective on our path forward and hopefully having an amended plan and related documents on file and then we could decide, you know, what notice, you know, is required to set us up for a confirmation. I think setting a date today, you know, is probably as much as I'd love to, I think we're better off not and then coming back to you and that would hopefully we could do on pretty short notice to set up another status conference for that purpose. That's exactly what I was going to suggest. I don't need a lot of lead time for a status conference. So when you're ready, if you would just reach out to Mr. Alonzo, and that goes for anybody. Um, if you just reach out to Mr. Alonzo, we'll find time for you. And then hopefully at that status conference, you know, if you can sort of, if you can preview the issues for me, then I can have thought about them and we can work our way through and figure out, you know, based upon you know, what additional noticing, if any, that we need to do. Uh, here's a timeline that everybody thinks will work. So I'm, I'm just all fine with that. Mr. Ruff, I, I didn't hear from you as trustee. Um, I assume that you've been kept in the loop and that at least today you're okay with everything? Yeah, good afternoon, Your Honor. Good afternoon. Jason Ruff, the U.S. trustee. As of today, I, I don't, we don't have anything other than we're, we're standing by. All right, thank you. All right, uh, last opportunity. Anyone else? like to be heard. All right. Again, I appreciate the way that everybody's addressing the problem. Um, and Mr. Zyman, just because I don't look at the party city docket every day, if you do, if your client does say, hey, you know, let's go ahead and let Jones see the 8K, if you just shoot Mr. Alonzo a text or an email that says, hey, it's filed at docket number X, be most appreciated. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Terrific. Everyone has